Welcome to the Weekly Stupid. I am the editor-in-charge. If you like what you hear, check out more at theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Welcome back to the Weekly Stupid Podcast. This is Episode 8. We offer a look at life not considered by what you might consider normal. If you're looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you are using. In this podcast, I will go over what our staff is currently working on, preview this week's articles, and for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's articles. Sarah Jean has discovered that there have been many Flutterbird sightings recently. She's going to add something interesting to Flutterbird.org. She has asked me to mention it this week, even though it is not quite ready. This could be interesting. I will keep you updated. Ed has his website updated and ready for his run for president. I personally find it interesting that he insisted on keeping a link to his original site. I think he wants the public to know he has skills. I did notice that he doesn't have many policies up yet. I'm really looking forward to what Ed thinks is a good policy. Dr. Beekman finally got his toaster strudel video up, and it's on YouTube, and I find that it works quite well. This week we looked into a possible new trend. A small town in southeast Idaho added pedals to public transportation to help save the environment. You better believe Sarah Jean thinks this is a great idea, especially if it saves the Flutterbird. Poor Ed just rambles on about something or other. And I think Dr. Beekman actually slips in a good idea into his normal crazy take. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com and read the articles in full. Last week's article were on the fact that temperatures displayed on cell phones have been found to be inaccurate. Do you use your cell phone to tell the outside temperature? You might want to consider purchasing an old-fashioned mercury thermometer. It turns out the temperature displayed on your cell phone is not correct. After an extensive study, it has been determined that two different groups are trying to influence our behavior through temperature manipulation. We are still looking into a possible third party, but since we haven't found a good amount of anecdotal evidence, we decided not to pursue it at this time. The first temperature manipulator is your local meteorologist. We found an underground organization called the World Meteorological Organization. If you head over to theweeklystupid.com, there's a link to their webpage. On the surface, this looks like a well-meaning organization, but if you dig a little deeper, you'll find the truth. Meteorologists are getting tired of the old joke about dartboards and weather. The wannabe scientists have decided to use the current technology to fool people into thinking they are more accurate than they are. These losers are in cahoots with your local crooked overpriced cell phone companies. Together, they are manipulating us into believing the weather scumbags out there are more accurate than they really are. We had Sarah Jean impersonate a meteorologist and investigate the story. I think you will find her article unique. There is a second group fighting with meteorologists when it comes to temperature. This is the Russians. Dun dun dun! Ever since the Russians started selling Vlad's ice cream, they have been trying to manipulate individual phones to show that it is warmer than it actually is. They have been secretly working with both President Trump and the Democratic leadership in the House. It has been apparent in politics that by playing both sides against each other, they can have more influence. As long as America stays a divided two-party system, they should be able to sell more ice cream. We sent Ed into Vlad's factory to gather some intel. You will find his article fascinating. I asked the good doctor to test the actual temperature versus the temperature your phone displays. I thought this would be a simple experiment, but I was wrong. I think it might be possible that Dr. Beekman was Rube Goldberg in a past life. If you don't find his article informative, you will certainly find it entertaining.
Sarah Jean seemed pretty excited when I gave her the assignment for this week. She said it took her back to days when she was a young weather girl on Channel 9 in the great city of Springfield. When she was working in the industry, weathermen and weather girls were as honest as the flutterbird is sad. When she started this assignment, she figured that I was fluttering up the wrong nest. Her assignment started poorly and went downhill. When they showed her to her office, she knew it wouldn't be the biggest, but she thought it would at least be better than a cubicle. This insult was almost too much to complete her assignment. A cubicle with her credentials? Even though it was undercover and only temporary, these people were lucky to have her. She bit her tongue and went about her investigation. She started to gather information for the 6 o'clock news and was hit with insult number two. They informed her that she was to be on the 5 a.m. slot. Not only 5 a.m., but 5 a.m. the following day. They said it as if she was lucky to have it. She wanted to let them have it right then and there. After that insult, she went down to the bullpen to hang out with the other weather girls. When she met them, they were talking about precipitation and humidity indexes. She asked them about their hair and shoes. They looked at her as if she was a freak. She told them about her experience as a weather girl, and they rudely interrupted her. They informed her that they don't use the term weather girl anymore. They prefer meteorologist. She let it go because she didn't want to get fired on her first day, but she wanted to let them know that meteorologist does not include their gender. She wants to let people know that females can do anything a man can do. Meteorologist is just a term made up by men trying to make everyone fit into one box. Females need to be loud, proud, and not try to hide by using non-gender defining terms. She was so insulted that she quickly left the group of idiots and got ready for her first broadcast. The next morning she showed up to work around 10 a.m. She was informed that there was no need to show up anymore. She's not sure what she did. She's guessing that the snotty girls from the day before complained about her and probably made up some horrible rumors. She was not able to infiltrate the weather conspiracy, but she does now believe there is one. The way she was treated was an abomination. If this is the way weather girls behave now, she's glad to be done with them. She was a little sad. She was going to start off her first broadcast with a Flutterbird report. Ed was as giddy as Sarah at a Flutterbird conference when he got his assignment. One of his old friends from Vlad's Ice Cream was still in his contacts. Ed had spent a great day with them in the past and was welcomed with open arms. Ed thought it was kind of amusing. Flaz was going to go ahead and try and take over and make an ice cream monopoly. The guys Ed talked to were surprised and amused by how the American public is uninformed. They started by telling Ed how they were going to use politics to propagate two separate messages. One went to the left side of politics and an opposite one went to the right. They explained how it didn't matter because the stupid Americans wouldn't check to verify any of the information. They were both pro-gun and pro-gun control at the same time. For example, one of their catchphrases is, buy a pint, get a Glock. Another slogan is, buy a pint, get a gun off the streets. Government intervention in the economy is another aspect that the foreign company loves. The owners of Vlad's think of our current representatives and senators as bankers. They give them money and get back more in government help than any investment they could ever make. It is amazing, once you get a couple of senators in your pocket, you can sell an inferior product and make a better profit than investing in a better product but not having a senator in your pocket. Ed's buddies were laughing so hard he had trouble understanding the next part when they were talking about something about how stupid Americans think they have a free market economy. Ed knew they were making fun of us, but he had so much fun hanging out with them he didn't care. They admitted that it was much better living in the USA. They liked the way we could make fun of the big orange man and not get thrown in prison or even murdered. 
They thought it was strange watching Americans complain that the president was attacking the press while the press was saying horrible things about the president. If there is one thing that they are truly jealous of in this country is our freedom to be stupid. I asked Dr. Beekman to test the difference between cell phone display temperatures and actual temperatures. His first step was to figure out how to test this. One would think we could just use a standard mercury thermometer, but he informed me that one would be an idiot if they thought that. You can trust the mercury will behave as intended, but will the markings on the side be correct? Remember, thermometers purchased in stores are made by humans, and most humans are stupid. What if some crazy left-wing climate change advocate made it? It would most definitely read warm. On the other side, what if some right-wing climate denier made it? Then it would probably report colder than the actual temperatures. You can't trust anyone these days. The good doctor decided to get a thermocouple and make an ice bath. The one thing you can trust is Mother Nature. One of the main disagreements Dr. Beekman has with Sarah is Mother Nature. If climate change happens, it will most likely kill off the problem and then self-correct. Dr. Beekman knows that the climate change people think that we are the problem. And if climate change is just going to kill off the problem, then he doesn't see the problem. But I digress. Crush some ice, add some water, and bam, you have a 32 degree simple ice bath to test with. Dr. Beekman prefers to calibrate his ice bath with his supercalifragilistic ice barometer. He tunes it to a local radio station. For those ignorant of you that don't know, the FM frequencies on your radio can directly compute to a static temperature if run through a special type of condenser. He recorded the current temperature on his cell phone to be 91.6 degrees. It was a warm day. He then redirected his condenser to 91.6 and started listening. Instead, he got a station 96.9 WXLP, a small radio station out of a small Illinois town. If you take his current location and extrapolate it out to the nth degree, you find that the cell phone is off by 3.6%. This is clearly a disappointing result. He wished he could trust his cell phone for readings. On a side note, he did enjoy the morons that were talking on the radio during his test. People from Illinois seem to get dumber every time he interacts with them. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, a cute little kitty laughs at the puppy. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you, and as always, enjoy the stupid.